Clichés are clichés for a reason. Often they have a solid basis for truth. But what happens when you believe in a cliché so deeply that it actually sabotages your desire to have a successful long-term relationship? Do you even know some of the deep-seated beliefs that you hold that are preventing you from achieving your wildest dreams? If not, stick around and I'm going to explain how these five clichés are killing your love life. I'm Evan Mark Katz, dating coach for smart, strong, successful women, and your personal trainer for love. Welcome to the Love You podcast. Keep listening to discover the commonplace beliefs that are hurting your chances of finding lasting love. When we're done, I'll let you know how you could apply to Love You to create a passionate relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. So this isn't going to be a very tightly scripted um, uh, podcast today. Uh, I literally just wrote down five cliches and figured I would talk to you about them. So we're going to go there. We're going to talk about some really interesting stuff. It's almost going to be like a, a love you coaching call today. So cliche number one, you just know when it's right. I implore you, take a moment, think, and forgive me if you've heard me say this before. I only have so many tricks in my bag. Stop and think about the guy who you just know was the one. Right, the guy you had the most chemistry for, the most excitement with, the most compatibility, the most everything. Think about that guy. Are you with him right now? Chances are, if you're watching this video, you're not. Right? If you're watching this video and you're blissfully happy with your soulmate, it seems kind of unusual that you'd be here. So my point is simply this. The idea that you just know when it's right isn't true because every time you've just known you've been mistaken. And not just you, that's my dating history as well. The three women I just knew, the ones I was the most deeply in love with at the time, all of them dumped me. I didn't just know with my wife and we're together for 12 years. So let's think about that. When we say we just know, we're not really talking about knowing whether we're meant to spend 40 years together. We're really talking about a feeling and that feeling is tantamount to being high or drunk. It's dopamine and serotonin and norepinephrine. It's right, what we often call being in love is just a set of chemicals that make us feel a certain way. That's completely divorced from what's on the ground, which is whether you're actually compatible, whether we can make a thousand little decisions together every day, whether we can work out our differences with a minimal of conflict and uh, yelling and frustration, um, whether we have similar attitudes about money or sex or how we, our philosophy for raising children, introversion or extroversion, right? how we give with our love languages and how we receive love, none of that is factored in when we say, you just know. Right? So just think about those times that you said you just know. Think about how wildly mistaken you're being. <laughs> All right? and consider the idea that the next time you think you just know, A, odds on you're wrong, and B, the idea that you think you should just know about someone and that's never true means that you could actually date someone and marry someone and be happy with someone when you didn't have the you just know feeling. Right? The thing that you think you're supposed to have, it's not real. Right? It's an illusion and that's really challenging, hard to take, but important to understand. 
Cliche number two. Men love bitches or women who play hard to get. Oh gosh, men do not love bitches. Do women love assholes? You can talk to some guys who think that that's the case. Nice guys think women love assholes. No, women don't love assholes. Women want to be respected. They want to be treated with dignity. They want to be loved unconditionally. Women put up with assholes because they're attractive, because they're confident, because they're charismatic, because they're smart or funny or rich. So they put up with asshole behavior. You do. Right? This is the equivalent of what men do. Men will go out with, again, forgive the terminology, hot and crazy. But nobody's like, get me some more crazy. I definitely want to spend two hours explaining you know, the innocent text message that I wrote. I definitely want to spend the night holding her and reassuring her while she's yelling at me and crying. I definitely want to, um, you know, have the door slammed in my face and be called names. So what do men like? It's not playing hard to get. It's not bitches. It's people with confidence, self-respect, people with healthy boundaries, right? You don't have to be cold. You don't have to run away when he's pursuing you. You don't have to follow a set of rules. Really, that's much more complicated. Again, I spent a whole six weeks on this and love you, kind of telling you how to go about the dating process. But for our purposes right here on the Love You Podcast, let's get out of the, of the idea that men love bitches or love women who play hard to get. When we text you, it's really nice when you text us back quickly. When we call you and you call us back, that feels better. Right? I'm not more attracted to you because you waited a week to call me. I'm less interested in you now. Got that? So let's dispense with guys liking women who are bitchy. Guys will put up with bitchy because it's wrapped up in confidence, but nobody likes someone who is actively that way. I couldn't imagine why anybody would want to be with a partner who's that way, and that's not a gender-specific statement. Next, Cliche number three, men are only after one thing. So important point in the love you pyramid of love, important point in the love you philosophy is that men look for sex and in the process of looking for sex, find love. But that does not mean that men are only after one thing. Just because a guy is attracted to someone, trying to get laid, not thinking of the consequences of that or the compatibility or the future, he's just in the moment doesn't mean he's a bad guy, doesn't mean he doesn't want to be a good husband and father and be monogamous. Right? Just because you might not pursue dating and relationships in that way doesn't mean that everybody's going to think exactly like you. So plenty of men, myself included, spent years and years and years keeping busy, getting action, all while simultaneously hoping to find a partner to take me off the market. I wasn't going to be celibate for, for my whole life until I found my wife. So generally people just, you know, act in what they perceive their self-interest to be. So if your self-interest is, I don't want to sleep with the bunch of guys because I don't want to uh, get hurt, that you're entitled to that. But you're never going to stop men from doing what they're doing. But let's not go too far to the other end of the spectrum either. Right? Just because a guy is trying to get laid does not mean he's not a kind, marriage-oriented man. Man. And men clearly aren't after just one thing. 
Men don't marry for sex. It would be absurd. Really, it would really be absurd. Access to sex is relatively uh, uh, available, and there's no incentive to get married unless you want to be married. So here in America, we got 100 million married people, ballpark, 50 million men, 50 million women, doing this by their own volition without a gun to their head. Right. Remember, Match.com poll said 75% of men were looking for a committed relationship. So if you keep on finding guys who don't want to commit to you, that doesn't mean they don't want to commit a relationship. It might just mean they don't want to commit to you right now. But it doesn't speak the entire story about them. So let's get off this idea that men are just after one thing. In the short term, they're after one thing. In the long term, they're not. Cliche number four. Love happens when you least expect it. I bet you're about you're least expecting it about now. You're at the bottom. It's a pandemic. Um, you're not meeting people in real life. Your friends are married. You're in a small social circle. You're burnt out on your city. You're burnt out on your dating site or app. I bet you least expect it right now. So the answer to love happens when you least expect it would certainly not be as a recent comment on either my blog or YouTube, someone said something about, oh, you know, just go live your life and be happy being single and, you know, eventually you'll meet your guy. Now, that's the philosophy. Don't look for a guy, just wait for the guy to find you. What other place in life is that a good philosophy? Is that a good philosophy for job hunting? Sit on your couch, eat ice cream, play video games, read magazines, job will come and find you, says nobody when they're unemployed. Taking a passive approach to life doesn't really get you anywhere. Right? And just because there's someone who could tell you the story, love happens when you least expect it, that doesn't really mean love happens when you are not trying. There's instances where that happens, where like, I wasn't looking for anybody, then I met this guy. Well, sure, that's a beautiful story. But that's the broken clock being right twice a day. That's not a philosophy. You don't lose weight when you least expect it. You don't get a, a, a new job when you least expect it. You don't move homes when you least expect it. This is a concerted effort. Right? It's, I don't want to take any of the mystery out of, of, of life, but most of what we do is a series of decisions to act a certain way or not act in a certain way. And so there's no condemnation of someone who's like, I don't, well, I don't want to look for love. I don't want to date online. I don't want to go on first dates. Okay, that's perfectly fine by me. It doesn't change my life at all. I just don't have much confidence that you're going to end up with a ring on your finger and, you know, till death do you part and having someone listen to you after a bad day and holding you at night and celebrating the holidays with you. It's really hard to envision that happening if you don't do anything to make that happen. So let's get out of that idea that love happens when you least expect it. Are there examples? Sure. Is that the best way to find love? No way. And finally, cliche number five. And you've, if you've been following me for a while, you know this one. Relationships take work. Everybody said it. Your parents told you that. Your grandparents told you that. Your clergy member told you that. Couples counselors tell you that. I tell you that a lot. Relationships take work. Only if you insist on a relationship that takes work. 
Yes, then relationships take work. If you are fitting a square peg in a round hole, relationships take a lot of work, a lifetime of work, because it's not a really good fit. And we're doing everything we can to justify it. So in Love You, we assume that relationships are actually easy. And that if it takes so much work to make your relationship happen, maybe your relationship isn't worth preserving. You've just been caught in the paradigm that, well, if this guy is cute and attractive and wants me, I, I got to do everything I can to fight for this and to preserve it. And you don't. Think about every relationship you ever fought for. How'd it go? How'd it go? I've never had a fight for my relationship with my wife. We both do it voluntarily, easy, because we want to. It's our pleasure to make each other happy, to figure out how to make each other's day better. It's not to say we never disagree, but sure is easy. Just like every other relationship that's good in your world. Maybe you have a good relationship with your fa family, maybe you don't. Maybe you have a good relationship with your friends, maybe you don't. Maybe you have a good relationship with folk folks at work, maybe you don't. But think, think. Which are the most rewarding relationships, the easy ones or the difficult ones? Why would anybody choose, as their one go-to person for the rest of their life, a difficult relationship that takes work? So I want to challenge you on that. If you're stuck in the relationships take work paradigm, you're consigning yourself to a really tiring life where relationships are draining instead of fulfilling. So five cliches designed to make your wheels spin. Hopefully, it inspires you to do something different than you've been doing. I'm Evan Marquette. Thank you for tuning into the Love You podcast. For more episodes like this on YouTube, click the subscribe button, ring a bell, and choose all to ensure you get notified whenever new content comes out. If you're listening to the audio podcast, please share an honest review on Apple. More reviews equals more awareness of the Love You podcast and more love in the world. And if you want to find love right now and are committed to making healthier choices with men so you could have the easy relationship that makes you feel safe, heard, and understood, look for the link below and apply for coaching with me in Love You. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Are you the woman who is everything except your man? You can have the relationship of your dreams and you don't have to change to get it. In Love You, you will gain confidence, let go of unhealthy relationship patterns, learn to trust your judgment, understand and attract quality men, assess long-term compatibility, and create a passionate, unconditionally loving relationship with a partner who puts you first, never lets you down, and always makes you feel safe, heard, and understood. Go to www.evanmarkkatz.com and click on the Apply button to get started.